So welcome to the show and today I'm extremely pleased to be able to welcome the John Gray. For those of you that might have been living under a rock somewhere and haven't heard of John, John is the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus and John has actually authored another 21 books. So he is an amazing man who spent his life dedicated to helping couples become the very best they can be inside their relationship. So John, welcome. Well, thanks so much. I'm really happy to be, be with you and also be in Australia right now. This is fun. Uh, thank you. Well, it's a beautiful day here in, uh, in Perth on the west coast of Australia. So, John, we're all locked down at the moment. <laughs> this is a very unique period uh, that we find ourselves in. And I think, you know, a lot of it's been covered in the media recently, but couples are certainly finding it a, a bit of a strain to be uh, locked inside, particularly if the relationship, you know, hasn't been great. And it certainly presents like a completely new dynamic that most people are uh, unaware of. Marie and I had an experience of this uh, for a number of years. We actually got a yacht and uh, sailed around the world for three and a half years. So we were locked in a little tiny 43 foot um, cylinder together. So we had to develop some skills. We did, John, we had two captains. So the first year was really tough. We had to sort out a lot of stuff, but we came out the other end. And um, then the, the two years after that were absolutely bliss. So John, um, how, how are you finding, you know, being locked down yourself? And secondly, what do you think uh, the differences are between men and women in terms of, you know, dealing with stressful periods like this? Well, I think, uh, first of all, I would just like to confirm around the world, couples are having big challenges. Uh, even couples that have a good relationship are having big challenges. Uh, I think you guys have been through it because you were in that boat for so long. <laughs> so you <laughs> develop certain skills when you're together all the time. But a lot of couples, they have a lovely relationship, but right now uh, it's bringing up issues that they didn't know. Uh, it just activates anything which is going on, uh, makes it stronger, more intense. And you can see this uh, in uh, China, for example, where people came out of their homes after being uh, in for several months. The result was in Wuhan, the sort of center of the whole thing, um, uh, what was it, 12, 12 couples a week we're getting a divorce as an average. And suddenly when they're coming out, it's now 300 couples a week getting a divorce. Wow. Wow. So, uh, you know, some people say, oh, these were problems that were actually deep inside and they weren't looking at it. And I go, no, that's not the case. Uh, what yes. happens is when we're in danger and we don't know how to lower the stress, mm -hmm. what, be, what would be a little issue becomes a big issue. That's how our brains are designed. Uh, yeah. if, if we're uh, worried and suddenly uh, our cortisol levels go off, then our hormones go out of balance and the brain starts looping and, and a sort of a downward spiral of things are worse and worse and worse. The brain just can't shut off. And it's like, oh no, I don't like this. Oh no, I don't like this. You know, it's continuing. So yes. we want to turn that around. And I, I know you've already given some nice presentations for people on that because you've learned. For me, you asked me personally, uh, mm. This is like a vacation for me. Uh, my relationship <laughs> is thriving and, and because I have the relationship skills, but also I have to say I live in a nice house and, and pretty much I, my mortgage, I can handle my mortgage and my payments and so forth. So yes. I don't have a lot of the challenges couples have like that because that, that I think, I think that's a good point. more stress. 
I think that's a good point, John. Like, um, it's not just the fact that we're locked inside. Like, um, obviously in the US and, and most Western countries right now, our economies are shut down. So we've, we've, you know, threatened literally with being out of a job for most people, no income, which, you know, from the female perspective, there goes all the security and safety. So it, it is a very challenging time from that perspective. There's a lot of stress there that, that really hasn't probably for a lot of people been there before. So, so how do you, how do you think men and women handle, handle that scenario differently? Well, that's one of the big themes of men are from Mars, women are from Venus, which is how men and women most effectively cope with stress. Now there's ways we cope with stress, but there's ways we can most effectively cope with stress to lower yeah. our stress levels. So we're looking at somebody who knows how to handle their stress levels, if they're a man or a woman. And what we'll see is that a man who can effectively cope with his stress, he will tend to take time alone or take time where he's going to be solving a puzzle, a problem. In the old days, we called it a hobby. Uh, basically, <laughs> we could update that phrase, a hobby, into anything a woman would consider to be a waste of time for her husband to be doing. It's <laughs> actually the perfect stress reducer for men. And now, in you know, my later book, Beyond Mars and Venus, 25 years later after writing Men Are From Mars, I have the the biological, biochemical foundation of that, it turns out that when men go to their cave, as I talked about in Men Are From Mars, we just have our space. And yeah. um, when you go to that place and you're doing something that's enjoyable, that helps you to forget your problems, distraction, distraction, and yes. it's challenging and you're good at it, any of those things, solving problems, but they're not causing stress, then your body naturally, if you're a man, rebuilds testosterone. Now, testosterone is the stress-reducing hormone for men. Mm -hmm. It lowers cortisol levels. And for, um, for a man, in order to lower cortisol levels, he needs to make 10 times more testosterone than a woman. So you might say men need 10 times more space. They need 10 <laughs> times which, more Which, of course, John drives women crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so... So the problem with men taking space is that right now they might think they need to take more space because <laughs> what happens is when we're not during the, when we're not in this crisis, 80% of your time is out in the world solving problems. And if you're solving problems, you're also keeping your testosterone levels up. But if you don't feel you're solving problems, you're not mm. working making a difference, solving things that have a significance, then your testosterone levels will start to drop, drop, drop. And then just sitting in the cave uh, may not raise them very quickly. Okay, yes. so you, it, the more powerless you feel as a man, the more your testosterone goes down. You can go off and do your hobbies and whatever to rebuild testosterone, but if you're not using it throughout the day, going to the cave is not so effective. So let me give you an example of that. Work. Yeah, please and rest. We men, we go to work and then we rest. Rest rebuilds. But if you don't go to work, then resting and resting and resting isn't going to give you the same rebuilding of testosterone. So, and this is confusing for men because normally I can just go and play my video game or I'll go meditate or go watch the news and I'm done after 30 minutes. You know, it's, it's done. I rebuilt. I'm ready to come back to the family, interact or whatever. Yep. Now you sort of get glued to the couch. It, for many men, you start becoming passive. Symptoms of low testosterone in men are grumpiness, irritability, 
resistance, passiveness, lack of motivation, bad mood. And anytime a man is depressed, his testosterone is dramatically low. And if, if he's called upon to do something and his testosterone is low, there'll naturally be a sort of, sort of sense of annoyance, irritation. And if an argument sets in, he's quick to anger. Anger is actually a symptom of low testosterone. And that's, a, that's, a really, that's a really good point, John. And I think you, know, you were, you were uh, talking before about skills and, and the acquisition of skills. And part of that obviously comes to awareness, you know, recognizing in, in your book that you just mentioned that you, know, you outline these, these types of recognitions and skills. So as a man, you can recognize when this behavior is happening, oh, okay, I've got low testosterone. I need to do something to move out of this phase and get my testosterone up and going, because then it'll be far more pleasant to be around and she'll be very happy. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Also, I mean, you understand the differences, I think, you know, for us, you know, just knowing the fact that he needs that time and not to take that as an attack. Mm, as, not, not, as a woman, not to take that time where he doesn't want to be with you or he doesn't want to be with a family, that he just needs this time. And I think that's important because when you don't have that awareness, you're constantly nagging or whinging for him to do stuff, mm. but it's okay to have that time. And, and one of the yep. points that we made in our recent video, John, was that um, you know exercise during this period is very, very important. So you know what you've just said, I think, is is very, very powerful for men to be able to understand that this is this is what's going to happen. These are the indicators for you, and you need to get up and you need to be doing something to start increasing your testosterone. So what other suggestions would you have for men to be able to like get that going for them? I would just want to underline what was just said, which is so, so important. It needs to be said again. I think so many women have told me what you, what you just said, which is when my husband takes his space, I don't take it personally. I realize it's not about me. See, for many women, they're not testosterone oriented so much. They don't need that time to rebuild. So when he pulls away, her own experience is, well, when I don't feel safe or when I don't, when I'm angry with my partner or my partner's disappointed me, I don't feel I can get support, then I'm going to pull away from him. So generally women will detach and pull away when they're feeling angry with their partner or mistrustful of their partner, or they have so mm. much anger and resentment, they, they say, I don't care about you anymore. And they pull away. So yes. women become uncaring as a result of much, much disappointment and frustration and anger it builds up inside and then they just say i'm going to my cave i don't care now that's not yes. every woman but that's generally the case so if that's been her pattern then when he pulls away it has nothing to do with you but but she goes oh you know why is he upset with me why is he being critical of me and she might go what did i do wrong where's our relationship going there's a big problem here <laughs> you don't care and about me. the thing that makes it worse unknowingly she does the thing that most makes it worse is she tries to get him to talk and talk about his feelings and what's going on inside and talking about feelings is really helpful for women but for men if you talk about feelings you're not in the cave Hey, yes. is leave your feelings behind. This is the no feeling zone because feelings generate estrogen and estrogen, the female hormone lowers testosterone at a time when he's trying to build testosterone. So it's a no feeling zone. And many need to practice this even when they go to that no feeling zone 
is they need to say, okay, she said something that upset me. Forget it. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's temporary. Feelings come and go. I don't need to think about it right now. I need to forget it. Forgetfulness is a man's superpower. Women don't have it. <laughs> Which, of course, again, drives women crazy. How can you forget the important stuff in life? <laughs> so to balance this, before we go into more things for men, I always have to balance it. For women, you see, the, the balance here is estrogen, this hormone which me, we men have. It's the hormone of emotion. It's the hormone of love. It's also the hormone of appreciation. It's love, okay? So many flavors of love. And when estrogen goes up, we naturally feel more appreciation and more openness and more peacefulness. And it's generated at times when we feel safe. We feel safe, we're relaxed, and somebody does something for us or we feel someone has done something for us and we appreciate it. Now, this estrogen hormone, women need to make 10 times more than men. So if a woman's making testosterone all day long, meaning I have to do it myself, I've got problems to solve, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, which is often what worrying does, is I gotta do this, 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 this. What she's doing is making testosterone rather than her estrogen. Estrogen is feeling, I don't have to do it all myself, I have help. So this is the time we're going to get to, I had this new technique for this time, which is fantastic to rebuild, the, balance the hormones, but we'll get to it. It doesn't make any sense. It even sounds sexist unless we first understand that men and women yeah. really are different. Yeah. So yeah. one of the I'm key sure things that. That, women, that women would talk about back in the 90s when I wrote Men Are From Mars, they're always telling me, you know, my husband, he doesn't listen. He's always interrupting. He wants to solve the problem. He wants to tell me I shouldn't feel that way. He'll minimize my problems. He'll do things like, don't worry about it. It's not such a big deal. Or why are you upset about that? Don't, it, it, we want to push it down, push it down. And for us to say, don't worry about it, no big deal, that puts us in the cave, which we need. But that doesn't help women. And every woman listening knows when she's upset or she's sharing something and a guy says, so what's the point? Or what do you... Why are you upset about that? Or I'll handle that for you. Or even worse, and this is what men have to be noticed. Don't chuckle. Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's not so bad. Why would you be upset about that? That's ridiculous. So either we make a joke about it, which is not good to do at that time, or we get upset about it because men take it personally. When their wives are happy, we take that personally and feel great. But when their wives are not happy, we make the mistake of taking that personally as if it's about us. And just as women have to understand cave time for men is not about her, he needs to recognize that if she's upset and she's worrying and she's bothered and she's complaining about stuff, that's not about you. And if you try to make her not feel that, then it becomes about you because you're not listening. Yeah. So John, do you think, do you find that if a guy's testosterone is higher, he's not gonna take it personally because he's in that uh, masculine state? Absolutely, that's what it's about. As soon as you start noticing that trigger, that you are starting mm -hmm. to take it personally, you get, you get irritated, you're feeling annoyed. What do you have to know right then? Your estrogen levels are starting to go up, your testosterone levels are starting to go down, and she will instinctively know it, and as a result, her testosterone yes. levels protection will come yes. up and her estrogen goes down. So we have to regulate. If we are getting plugged in, triggered, 
what you're saying is your partner is bothering you, time to time out, time to take a time out. This, this, what we're doing, the whole planet right now is actually taking a time out. Yeah. We have yes. to learn how to pause and reflect on what's most important and pull away. And here, here's the big challenge. That, that's the Mars Venus idea when it comes to this, which yeah. is so helpful. But there's another aspect here that I, I did. Well, some of my books, I write about it. And that ideally in a relationship, there's something which I call the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle is that 80% of your life experience should provide fulfillment. 20% should come from your spouse. And to expect more from them will only create disappointment or pressure on them and create yes. conflict and create problems. So normally, yeah. if we're not in quarantine, 80% of the time we are out in our life. We're not looking at our partner. And yeah. we're seeing this is stimulating me. I'm in my garden. I'm talking to my children. I'm taking a class. I'm, I'm at my job. I'm helping people. All of these interactions or I have my personal time where I'm uh, self-nurturing. I'm doing things I love to do. I might, for me, meditation is a big part of this. I meditate. I relax. Mm -hmm. You know, singing, some people go to dance, they have choir, you know, all, prayer. These are all like huge, that's 80% of your life. That has to fulfill you. And that's part of that is self-love, of course. 20% mm. you look to your partner for that. And I, ironically, if you are full and you're happy because of your life without your partner, then you give your partner a huge gift. And that's the gift that they can now take you higher than you can do yourself. That's what and I, I, and I, I totally about. agree, John. And I think, you know, people use divorce as a, a, a skill to solve a problem. And what they're doing is buying another problem because the same issues are going to come up and they're going to need the same skills in the next relationship. So might as well take this opportunity to learn some skills. And well, um, let, make let, let, me, let me go on to that because, you know, we have a, a rule in California here where, uh, if you want to get divorced, you have to wait six months. And many mm -hmm. people, after they say we're divorced and they go apart, they actually fall back in love. And the reason for that is they keep, when they're together, they say, oh, I'm not happy because of you. If you would change, I would be happy. If you would do this, I would be happy. And then on their own, they realize, well, wait a second, they're not doing anything to me now. <laughs> Who's responsible for how I feel? Yes. And generally, they're then more motivated, like men will start reading self-help books, they'll start buying new clothes, they'll bathe, they'll shave, they'll do things to go out and date. And women will start, they can't look at their partner, they're not talking to their girlfriends, they've got their life, they got dating. They're... So there's a, a place where we feel totally responsible for our happiness if we're apart. And this is a time where that's the saving grace. If we recognize that when the challenges are coming up, time out, recognize this is not about my partner. This is about me spending too much time with him. Because naturally, it's very natural if you're with somebody all the time and you've had the experience of being with them and they made you happier. And now you're with them, but you're not 80% happy. They can't make you happier. They just can't, it's not impossibility. It, mm. it's you, you have to have other, it's like, let's say you have all the vitamins you need except for vitamin D. And suddenly you get vitamin D, you feel fantastic. My immune system's working great, vitamin D. But then if you stop taking all the other vitamins, vitamin D doesn't do it for you anymore. That's all your the partner is, they're vitamin D, so to yeah. speak. And they take and you the higher. And that's the benefit of intimacy. 
But having said that, oh, we can go a long way to helping our partners find their happiness. And without the understanding of uh, men and women different and our emotional needs, and of course the love in our hearts, but we have to have the wisdom to apply it. Without this understanding, typically couples, when they're having problems, are making it worse for their partner. Once you have a little problem, we tend to now make it worse. And that's what we can stop doing for our partners right now, is how to not make it worse. And we can help them find their happiness, help them find it. But the key thing is they have to be responsible for it. And the key with, <laughs> so many keys here, but you can't feel responsible if you're blaming your partner. That's the sign. Yes. That's and the, the grass isn't greener. You know, the grass isn't greener on the other side because you take yourself with you. And even with, you know, the workshops we've run, you know, we can get people that are living in different states, but they can come together. And once they, they start working on themselves, for themselves to be happy and clear what needs to be cleared out of the way, magic happens in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. so beautifully said. And John, given the, the period that we're in right now and, and these conflicts that are going to arise and, you know, what, I, what we both find is that uh, quite often people don't reach out early. You know, if you, you know in a relationship when things are where they should be. Especially the woman. You know, she will know way, way Intuitively. Long, intuitively <laughs> long before him. Yes. And that's, that's the time to reach out because, you know, what we find a lot is that people don't reach out until it gets to a critical level. So if, if things are uh, at the moment going great, you know, we'd certainly recommend that you reach out right now and gain these skills that John's talking about to enhance your relationship. What, what's your take on that, John? Well, I think it's a really great idea. I think we're in a time of great crisis and it can be an opportunity for growth. It's like going yeah. to, you know, if you want to build your love muscles, if you want to enrich your relationship, you go through a difficult time, you challenge it. If I want to build muscles, I go to a gym and I lift heavy weights. I don't lift light weights. This is heavy weight time. And what's great about you being online here is if I go to the gym, I'm not going to pick the heavy weights, okay? My trainer picks the weights for me. And he, I'm like pushing at, at that moment where I go, can I, is it, can I let go now? Can I stop? He says, give me three more. It's like he no. knows exactly what I can't do more. He says, give me three more. And that's yeah, what we need to do right now is keep keeping our vibration high, resonating with other people who who are high, you know, you guys have a relationship that's working. I have a relationship, 34 years of working. You know, we have overcome these challenges. We know what we're talking about and we have confidence it can be done. So this is where people today, you know, this is like one of the things people can do is watch this again and again, watch other people that inspire you. If you relate to what they're saying and what they're saying is uplifting to the spirit with hope, hope and possibility. This can be yeah. a great time of opportunity. And the signs that you have to overcome, and I, I like to emphasize this because I went, went through this many, many times in the early stages of my marriage as a man. And what I hear from women, they go through something different. Men will start to feel, oh, no matter what I do, it's not enough to make her happy. So why even bother? Well, that's very logical. See, that's where we get. And then, so here you are, you're just feeling like, you know, we got this house. Why is she complaining? You know, why is she upset? I make more money than other people. What is the big deal? She gets so dis dissatisfied. I'm a great guy. You know, and so you start to feel like you're powerless to have that make a difference, yeah. to have a happy wife. Now, that powerlessness is going to be magnified right now because we're not, we're, we don't have our 80-20 thing going. We're not out in the world working. 
which builds you up, okay? So it, it, it uplifts you so you can then come home and not expect your partner to uplift you. You see, yes. when men are saying, oh, no matter what I do, it's not enough to make her happy, he's looking to her happiness to make him feel good. He's looking for her happiness to build up his testosterone, like, look what I can do. So that, that's a need right now that he has the challenge of not looking to her for that, but primarily looking to himself. And there's going to be that tendency. It's a program inside when we're not feeling powerful as men to blame somebody for it, as opposed to, oh, this is my issue. What can I do to bring myself back to open heartedness, which biologically means raise your testosterone again, and then go do something that will enrich somebody's life. And whose life do you have? You've got your kids and you got your wife there. We can go on internet and go, you know, we could, if you're an emergency worker, you can do it that way. But most people are in their homes. You have to contribute. If you're not contributing and you're a man, your testosterone goes down. So we're going to figure out a way that you can contribute. And we'll talk about a few things for men, a few things for women, and then what the relationship can do. Because if you're Great. Let's, let's jump over. Let's jump over to your suggestion there, and let's talk about how the girls, you know, handled this situation. And you mentioned before a strategy that you had that might sound sexist. So let's jump into that as well. Okay. Well, well, first of all, I think these won't sound so sexist, but you already mentioned one of them for men: exercise. When yeah. you exercise, it's going to cause willpower. Whenever you experience as a man, I have to do something. Okay, I have to do something. That's testosterone mm -hmm. building. Okay, then once you build up your testosterone, then you can go, now I can relax. You know, I, you, you, you build it and you release it at the same time. Now you can rebuild it. Okay, so we don't have to go to work today. We don't, there's not a lot of things we have to do. Exercise, you have to do. You feel that resistance and you're overcoming it with willpower. But this is a time when you can, anything that you've been procrastinating around the house, you know, for me, it's about clutter, okay? My wife's always complaining, <laughs> get rid of that. I don't want to get rid of it. That's mine. I might need that. I might need that. Clean up the garage. Uh, but wait, wait, I have to have that. Who knows what's going to happen? I need... So clutter is all around us for some of us. And if, you're, if you have clutter, it means you have a resistance to doing clutter. If you want to rebuild your testosterone, you overcome that resistance for the purpose of rebuilding your testosterone so that now you can relax, it will rebuild and now you can give more to your wife and give more to your children. But you yeah. gotta have this personal work of overcoming inner resistance. If you meditate, maybe you meditate 15 minutes a day, go another five minutes, go 10 minutes, you know, push yourself. When you push <laughs> yourself to overcome what, whatever resistance you have inside, that builds your testosterone. Then relax, yeah. good job, yay, I did that. Now go, you'll have the energy to give more to your spouse. And that's the exercise we're gonna to get to in a minute. But for mm -hmm. women, when their stress levels go up, their tendency is to clam up and go, I have to do this, I have to do this. Or they go into, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about this. And they, the brain goes into a bias of focusing on problems in the past and problems in the future. So this is mm -hmm. vulnerability that women have. They're, 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 uh, part of the brain that has to do with emotional memory is twice as big in men. And when they're not feeling safe, in this time where people don't feel safe, regardless of who your husband is, the world yeah. doesn't feel safe, so she doesn't feel safe. So when women don't feel safe, their estrogen doesn't go up, okay? Their testosterone goes up. So there's another thing, another hormone that actually 
tells the body that you're safe, and that's oxytocin. So oxytocin, we'll learn how to generate oxytocin, but when oxytocin gets generated, then women start to relax. Then when they start to relax, they stop doing things for other people and do more for themselves, but they also recognize where they can get help and feel better. See, when you're, when you're in testosterone land, you're not looking for help. You're looking, oh, I have to do this myself. I have to do this myself. Oh, it'd be really nice if you help with the dishes, but he didn't do a good job anyway, and he doesn't <laughs> like it, and he'll grumble about it, and maybe he won't do it, and then I'll feel all rejected. So women don't ask for help at a time when they need estrogen more than ever. So an example that everybody can relate to, we have statistics on, women go to doctors a lot more than men. Probably today, women are washing their hands a lot more than men. <laughs> so yeah. they're, they're more biased towards what can go wrong. And also when it comes to health, they know other people have spent their life studying it. So I'm gonna go to them because I need help. When yeah. women feel I need help- towards safety, definitely. Yes, when, when, I, when I need help and I go to somebody I trust to help me, and again, the key word here is trust. Whenever you're trusting, somebody will mm -hmm. help you, your estrogen levels go up, your happiness levels go up, you feel safe, you feel intimate, you feel open, you feel relieved. And that's what we need is to lower that, that pressure, that anxiety, that uh, cortisol level. And for women, it's all about needing more estrogen in the body and letting the testosterone levels go down. So the key for women is one, is physical affection. Okay, physical affection, like right now, the two of you being very affectionate. She's touching you, but that's, that, that works as well. If you're a single woman, you could have a dog or a cat. That would be great as well. Literally just physical touch. If you're alone mm -hmm. or in a relationship, a bath is really good because you feel sensuality. You're in a bathtub, you're protected, you're safe. Uh, you know, actually for me personally, because I, I'm on vacation here in a sense, uh, I'm not traveling all the time. I'm more rested, more relaxed. I spend about an hour in the bathtub meditating. I find that very soothing uh, because yeah. it, it stimulates, if I'm meditating, I'm focused. Okay, this is like real focus, concentration. Uh, that's my testosterone, but also I'm enjoying the, the warmth of the bathtub and it's very nice and me, me relaxing. Too. <laughs> and John, me to, too. to illustrate your point, and a lot of our regular listeners you know, know this, but one of the things that we teach in our communication code is exactly the principle. So we started to notice you know, we're great fans of yours, as you know, and we followed your work for, for many, many decades now. And then we started to see the very, the very principles of what you teach inside the events. So we came up with that communication code of, you know, he gets into the right state, he looks at her, he looks her in the eyes. Um, you can even see it happening right, <laughs> even see it happening right then with Maria, right? When he's in the right state, he's looking in her eyes and what you can actually see happen on her chest or upper neck and her cheeks. And this is not just with Marie, this is with any woman when we do it correctly inside the events. You can see their cheeks flush. With the oxytocin. With the oxytocin, like that physical effect that you talk, so often talk about is actually visually available. You can see the principle at work. It's so powerful. It's so per it's, it is so, it's so profound. And ultimately, uh, you know, for some of my critics out there, which are not many in Australia, but the critics who say, you know, I'm a woman, but I feel more like a man. I don't relate to this. That's okay. But you also are a woman. And all I'm doing is saying, if you're stressed, try giving yourself permission to feel what these other women feel, which is a need to talk and realize that you're afraid in most cases to look weak. 
Because if and you're I, feminine, you're weak. That's the yeah. mind saying you'll be weak, as opposed to you will be more loved and understood. And I get women saying that, John, in my 20s, you, I would have said that in my 20s, you know, I was run, running a couple of companies. Um, I was, you know, go, 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 go. I was living in my masculine. You know, it was something I had to unlearn. Um, then I met Brett. And, um, and what, you know, what I say to women is you can get, you get the same work done, whether in your masculine or in your, and your, or in your feminine. But the difference being is the masculine is exhausting, you're tired, you're irritable. Um, when, you come, when you come from the feminine, you get the same job done, but there's a lot more flow. There's a lot more, you know, what to let go of, what to handle, what to let go of. And the intuition is huge. And that's where the wow. power of what you talk about, John, between the different hormonal levels and understanding that behaviour that Marie's talking about, that when she says she's in the masculine, then her oxytocin levels are right yeah. down, her cortisol levels are right up. And yes. when you start to understand that as men and women, you can appreciate and then balance yourself against those different levels. And that, that's the power of what you teach. Exactly. So what we want is when you're actually touching in a non-sexual way, which you've been doing through this whole interview, what that's doing is helping her to feel safe. And what it can do for many men is cause them to be sleepy because too much oxytocin for men lowers their testosterone unless you understand that giving your wife a hug raises her oxytocin and therefore you're making a big difference in her life and that keeps your testosterone up. So you have to reframe the experience of non-sexual touch to yeah. recognizing that as a man, you're providing a service for her and she's enjoying it. It literally is a major oxytocin producer, which for many women, they don't even know they have a need for physical affection or hugging. Some women go, I don't need the hugs, they're like men. No, is that you haven't gotten in touch with enough estrogen to feel that need. Yeah. See, this is what yeah. the research shows is that women who have low estrogen, oxytocin doesn't lower their stress. Yeah. You have to have a certain amount of estrogen for oxytocin mm -hmm. to have an effect. Then when it has an effect, then you feel safe. Then you open up because you're feeling, oh, I need help. Oh, I appreciate what I've got. Your life is filled with gratitude and, and support. Uh, you know, this feeling of gratitude and appreciation and trust, these are major attitudes linked to rising estrogen levels appropriate levels for whoever the woman is. Maybe some women do need more estrogen than others at different ages and so forth. We have different yeah. needs, but the biology will balance itself if we're getting a situation for a woman where she feels I'm not alone, I have backup, I have support, and sometimes I have his full attention, his affection, his interest, and I'm the center of the world. Now I wanna give women permission to have that time. I am the center of the world for him. This is when he is there for me. Now, that's my little game that I've created here, which is magnificent. This mm -hmm. is so much fun. Even after this quarantine, I'm gonna continue doing it. It's been so much fun. But I figured, okay, if we're not getting our 80% of, of yeah. uh, hormone stimulation, just 20%, what could we do together that will knock it up, like supercharge our hormones? Mm -hmm. And yeah. this is it. So men pride themselves in being like superman i'm a hero you know i can do that pumps up testosterone so and and so what's going to happen is this is called a genie in the bottle a woman's going to rub the bottle and out comes the genie 
then you do this for 20 minutes uh, every yep. day or every other day, 20 minutes, a dose of super supercharged hormone stimulation. So okay. you rub the, you, you time it, there's rules, you, you know, it's a game. So you have rules and you follow the rules and try it. You'll, you'll resist in the beginning because anytime we do something that's really good for us, that yes. we're not in the habit of doing, we'll still resist it. Okay, so you have Anything to use some willpower. So you have to have logic. This is the thing some people would think is sexist, but it's so good. So you rub the genie in the bottle. He comes out. He does nothing for you. He crosses his arms. He does nothing until you ask him to do something. So for 20 minutes, your job, women, is you have to ask for help. Ask for help. So you have to think, what are other things? could make your life a little easier, a little bit more comfortable. The littlest things are actually the best things because yes. as anybody who's read my books knows that uh, scoring points is different on Venus than on Mars and that when you do really, little right? things, you I mean, count them. Seriously, John, what is it about women in garbage cans? You know, <laughs> I, I just don't understand how their eyes light up so much when you take the garbage out, seriously. <laughs> So, so, the, so the bottom line here is little things, if we summarize that concept, it's something big stimulates estrogen. Oh, he did something really amazing. Her estrogen will go up. But actually he does something little. Her estrogen goes up as well, almost the same. You give yeah, her 24 roses, the rest, oh, how nice, how beautiful. Give her one rose. Oh, how nice, how beautiful. <laughs> so this is, you've got to understand the system here, man. It's lots of little things. And this 20 minutes is to be filled with lots of little things yep. that you have no resistance to. And, now, yeah, so I was gonna say, say he can't resist that, John. He's not allowed to go. No, I'm comfy on Whatever she deal. asked for, within 20 minutes, he is the genie. He will say, It is my pleasure. It, yes. I enjoy doing this. I'd, I'd be happy to. to do that. It'd be so much wonderful. I can see it's making you happier. That just fills my yes. heart. I love to make you happy. And I think within a lot five of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, five, nothing would light my life up more than to take the garbage out for you. That that would yeah. just like make my day. This, this is this is supercharging intimacy. Whatever it is that would make her feel good. You see, what happens is when women get on that male side, what they, they stop asking, they stop feeling their need for help. They start feeling I have to do it myself. He doesn't yes. want to do it. He doesn't care. He's off in his cave. And let's say he's in his cave and you want to play the game. You basically say, honey, when you're out of your cave, I need your help. That's the key phrase, I need your help. And you can use that always to get a man out of the cave, not like out now, but when you're done in the cave, I need your help. And this way, what is the help? 20 minutes, now you can't say, these are rules. You can't say, okay, I want you tomorrow to do this and this and this. No, this is not tomorrow. This is immediate gratification. It's what I want you to do now. It's not like, oh, I want you to never do that again. You always leave the lights on. You should never do that again. Genie can only do in that 20 minutes. That's it. The next day, you got yeah. the genie within 20 minutes. And you get to feel and practice as a woman asking for help and getting it. Men get to practice. And within five minutes, men, you'll start to feel the man you were when you knelt before her and said, you are my dream. You are the woman I serve. I give my life for you that pledge and the woman said, yes, I believe it. It's all, these are all, all these hormone balances and okay. doing this just simply, even if you're doing it and per, having to pretend like you like it, that's okay. It will come, and it John, will come. You know, I think that's a, that's a brilliant game. And I think for the guys to realize, all men know that we want our partners to be happy. We, we know that we love it when they are happy. 
every man around the world, doesn't matter what audience we stand in front of, I talk to the guys about they recognize that principle in ourselves. And I think that game is just perfect for using that principle that when we do that small stuff and she is happy, then, hey, we're happy. Absolutely. So let me give some women some hits. Honey, I want you to give me, in the next 20 minutes, I want you to give me three unsolicited hugs and whisper in my ear something nice. And in that hug, it should last for six to eight seconds till we connect. So just toss, mm -hmm. he has this, you can say that within a 20 minutes, it can be unsolicited. Then you say, in the meanwhile, I'd like you to go upstairs where I have that little massage oil that's scented and bring that downstairs and take off my shoes, take off my socks and give me a nice foot massage. And then, then he's doing that for a while. And while I'm sitting here enjoying this uh, couch, would you bring me a cup of tea? And then he can bring you a cup of tea. Then, then you say, and while I'm sitting here drinking my tea, watching you, I'd like you to clean up the kitchen, particularly the <laughs> sink over there and do that there. You know, those lights have been, all, need to be changed. I'd like you to go now into the living room and change those lights for me, would you? And he said, oh, your wish is my command. I love to do this. It's my pleasure to do this. What a delight. You know, see, you, you be, you, what will start to feel is pure masculinity, which is pride and serving. Pride and being mm. of service. That's what we're really about. But we lose that when we feel what I do never makes her happy. And the man who doesn't make enough money for the work, what he's worth, he also has that low testosterone levels where he loses mm. pride in what he does because he doesn't feel he's being fairly compensated. And yes. so what we have to do in our home, what is the compensation for a man there is to feel that I make a difference in her life. I'd also yeah. like to mention that at times of stress, women go into an, un and some men, they go into this unconscious place of just complaining. Hold your complaints the whole time. No complaints allowed for the next two weeks. Just try it out. Write out what you'd like to complain about. And I promise you, you'll see magic happen. You will get so much more love and support from your partner either way. No complaints for two weeks, but you can ask for things, particularly in your 20 minutes. And another technique is how to positively ask for things, which is the sandwich. The sandwich, it, here's how Bonnie, my wife of 34 years, has trained me to turn out lights. That sounds like a little thing, but when your husband for 30 years keeps the lights on when he walks through the living room, he turns them on, he goes out, he turns, he leaves them on. It becomes frustrating because many times for women, when they've asked you to do something, you forget, you forget, you forget. They begin to feel like she's not a priority. But in my life, the light, turning out the lights wasn't a priority because I have all solar energy. So what's the big deal? But anyway, for her, she said, oh, we need to be a good example for everybody. We don't want to waste the electricity. I said, okay, okay, I'll try. But I'd forget because the way she asked, I'll just say my experience. She'd always look at me like, how many times do I have to tell you? You did this again. I get so tired of turning out lights. Why don't you do this? And certainly the first year she wasn't that way, but 30 years later, can anything change you? I guess. <laughs> yeah, you don't care about me, John. Like, you just don't care. If you cared, you would turn the lights out. That's right. If you cared about me, it's okay. So having said that, she then shifted the way she asked for help. She said to me, oh. she, she, she felt her heart being somewhat open. So she wasn't like mm -hmm. trying to change me. She got that that doesn't work. Staring at me doesn't work when you're upset. So she's yeah. just, she's kind of came into the room. She's, oh, John, I know so many times you turn out those lights and I really appreciate it. And sometimes you forget. So you forgot tonight. 
I'd really love it if you try to remember. And then instantly she walked out of the room. Now, one was the presentation, but two was immediately looking the other way and going out of the room to leave me with that so I could feel it was my decision and my choice and my own motivation as opposed to I'm a bad boy and I have to do what you say. <laughs> it's kind of the reaction of feeling controlled, not appreciated. So she gave me a little, a little what I need as a guy to bump up the testosterone, appreciation, overlooking mistakes, not complaining, and asking for help, trusting he'll do it, are major st testosterone stimulators. And for women, demonstrating that you care, that you do things for her, that she's a priority, listening to what she's going through, whatever she says, just know men, focus, listen, ask questions. The three big questions to ask is help me understand that better. Instead of trying to finish the conversation, try to encourage it to last longer. And I know some men say, oh, she'll go on forever. I said, no, she won't. She only goes on forever when you're resisting what she's saying. She keeps starting over, starting over. Just be present. That means do nothing but try to understand what she's saying from her point of view and no comments to tell her she shouldn't feel that way. Just let her be. Um, that, that's their great techniques and great suggestions. I think particularly, you know, during this, this time that we've been talking about where there is a lot of stress and to be putting into your partner right now is a principle that we, you know, often have talked about. And certainly in our, in our last uh, podcast, we talked about it a lot. So I think, you know, that game that you suggested there is going to be wonderful for couples to try. So uh, for those of you that are listening, um, down below, like put up some of the comments and the, how you're experiencing that and, and what you are experiencing in trying John's game. We'd love to get that feedback. And there's lots of free resources. You know, we do lots of free podcasts for you as well. So take the opportunity to, this is a skill up time. Take, an, take the opportunity during this period to learn as much as you can about yourself and about your partner and about the relationship and the differences. Absolutely. And John has got a complete, literally volume of books available <laughs> on MarsVenus.com. So you must go and check out uh, his library, like the resources that he has available and his own free podcasts, um, lots of blogs there as well, lots of great articles to have a look into. So John, um, we really appreciate your time. We know you're a very, very busy man and what you've done today has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So we really uh, want to thank you so much for your time and being here with us and making those suggestions from literally, you know, decades of experience uh, in helping couples uh, be more powerful. And like you, you know, we, we're great believers in, in the power of marriage, what it can do for us as individuals, what it can do for our world, in fact, um, you know, by providing that balance, providing a great family, and what we then pass on to future generations because of that. So we want to really thank you, John. Thank you so much. It's been a real honor to be speaking to you today. And let's all just remember, our issues are coming up. It'll make us stronger. Don't buy into them. Don't believe what you're thinking and feeling right now. It will pass. And if you allow yourself to go through it, your heart will open even more. You will rejoice in greater love than before. Absolutely. And when we work together, we're far stronger than when we're trying to handle the situation, you know, by ourselves individually. So if you're a guy, don't go and shut down. If you're a woman, um, again, don't go and shut down. Open up. Play John's game get together give it, a, give it a go and be more powerful you know, you know if i could add one little thing i know we're completing oh, yes. but i did mention that men when they're thinking about divorce they're always going oh nothing i do works so why don't i just why bother 
I didn't mention the female side of it, which is often, I do so much for him. I do so much for him. And it's, it's at those times where you realize you need him to do a few more things for you and your hormones will come into balance and you'll be able to remember the things he does for you and be able to appreciate that. Because yeah. when you don't have the, the oxytocin and the estrogen, then what happens is blood flow goes to the negative memory and can't remember the positive things because everything is a balance of negative and positive. So you want to be able to come back to that positive place. And so the, that signal there is, oh, I do so much for him. He does so little for me. Okay, well, just know later today, he's going to do 20 minutes for me. And then the little stuff is just as important as the big stuff. And you'll be able to renew yourself and come back into balance. It just takes some time and the heart can open again. Beautiful. Beautiful, John. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here, John. Thank you. Take care. Thank you again. Bring that downstairs and take off my shoes, take off my socks and give me a nice foot massage. And then, then he's doing that for a while. And while I'm sitting here enjoying this uh, couch, would you bring me a cup of tea? And then he can bring you a cup of tea. Then, then you say, and while I'm sitting here drinking my tea, watching you, I'd like you to clean up the kitchen, particularly the sink <laughs> over there and do that there. You know, those lights have been, uh, need to be changed. I'd like you to go now into the living room and change those lights for me, would you? And he said, oh, your wish is my command. I love to do this. It's my pleasure to do this. What a delight. You know, so you, you be, you, what will start to feel is pure masculinity, which is pride and serving. Pride and being mm. of service. That's what we're really about. But we lose that when we feel what I do never makes her happy. And the man who doesn't make enough money for the work, what he's worth, he also has that low testosterone levels where he loses mm. pride in what he does because he doesn't feel he's being fairly compensated. And yes. so what we have to do in our home, what is the compensation for a man there is to feel that I make a difference in her life. I'd also yeah. like to mention that at times of stress, women go into an, un and some men, they go into this unconscious place of just complaining. Hold your complaints the whole time. No complaints allowed for the next two weeks. Just try it out write out what you'd like to complain about. And I promise you, you'll see magic happen. You will get so much more love and support from your partner either way. No complaints for two weeks, but you can ask for things, particularly in your 20 minutes. And another technique is how to positively ask for things, which is the sandwich. The sandwich, it, here's how Bonnie, my wife of 34 years, has trained me to turn out lights. That sounds like a little thing, but when your husband for 30 years keeps the lights on when he walks through the living room. He turns them on, he goes out, he turns, he leaves them on. It becomes frustrating because many times for women, when they've asked you to do something, you forget, you forget, you forget. They begin to feel like she's not a priority. But in my life, the light, turning out the lights wasn't a priority because I have all solar energy. So what's the big deal? But anyway, for her, she said, oh, we need to be a good example for everybody. We don't want to waste the electricity. I said, okay, okay, I'll try. But I forget because the way she asked, I'll just say my experience. She'd always look at me like, how many times do I have to tell you? You did this again. I get so tired of turning out lights. Why don't you do this? And certainly the first year she wasn't that way. But 30 years later, can anything change you? I guess. <laughs> yeah, you don't care about me, John. Way. You just don't care. If you cared, you would turn the lights out. That's right. You cared about me. It's okay. So having said that, she then shifted the way she asked for help. She said to me, 
she, she, she felt her heart being somewhat open. So she wasn't like mm -hmm. trying to change me. She got that that doesn't work. Staring at me doesn't work when you're upset. So she's yeah. just, she's kind of came into the room. She's, oh, John, I know so many times you turn out those lights and I really appreciate it. And sometimes you forget. So you forgot tonight. I'd really love it if you try to remember. And then instantly she walked out of the room. Now, one was the presentation, but two was immediately looking the other way and going out of the room to leave me with that so I could feel it was my decision and my choice and my own motivation as opposed to I'm a bad boy and I have to do what you say. <laughs> it's kind of the reaction of feeling controlled, not appreciated. So she gave me a little, a little what I need as a guy to bump up the testosterone, appreciation, overlooking mistakes, not complaining, and asking for help, trusting he'll do it, are major st testosterone stimulators. And for women, demonstrating that you care, that you do things for her, that she's a priority, listening to what she's going through, whatever she says, just know men, focus, listen, ask questions. The three big questions to ask is help me understand that better. Instead of trying to finish the conversation, try to encourage it to last longer. And I know some men say, oh, she'll go on forever. I said, no, she won't. She only goes on forever when you're resisting what she's saying. She keeps starting over, starting over. Just be present. That means do nothing but try to understand what she's saying from her point of view and no comments to tell her she shouldn't feel that way. Just let her be. Um, that, that's their great techniques and great suggestions. I think particularly, you know, during this, this time that we've been talking about where there is a lot of stress, and to be putting into your partner right now is a principle that we, you know, often have talked about. And certainly in our, in our last uh, podcast, we talked about it a lot. So I think, you know, that game that you've suggested there is going to be wonderful for couples to try. So uh, for those of you that are listening, um, down below, like put up some of the comments and how you're experiencing that and, and what you are experiencing in trying John's game. We'd love to get that feedback. And there's lots of free resources. You know, we do lots of free podcasts for you as well. So take the opportunity to, this is a skill up time. Take, an up, take the opportunity during this period to learn as much as you can about yourself and about your partner and about the relationship and the differences. Absolutely. And John has got a complete, literally, volume of books available <laughs> on MarsVenus.com. So you must go and check out uh, his library, like the resources that he has available and his own free podcasts, um, lots of blogs there as well, lots of great articles to have a look into. So John, uh, we really appreciate your time. We know you're a very, very busy man and what you've done today has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So we really uh, want to thank you so much for your time and being here with us and making those suggestions from literally, you know, decades of experience uh, in helping couples uh, be more powerful. And like you, you know, we, we're great believers in, in the power of marriage, what it can do for us as individuals, what it can do for our world, in fact, um, you know, by providing that balance, providing a great family, and what we then pass on to future generations because of that. So we want to really thank you, John. Thank you so much. It's been a real honor to be speaking to you today. And let's all just remember, our issues are coming up. It'll make us stronger. Don't buy into them. Don't believe what you're thinking and feeling right now. It will pass. And if you allow yourself to go through it, your heart will open even more. You will rejoice in greater love than before. Absolutely. And when we work together, we're far stronger than when we're trying to handle the situation, you know, by ourselves individually. So if you're a guy, don't go and shut down. If you're a woman, um, again, don't go and shut down. 
open up, play John's game, get together. Give it a, give it a go. And be more powerful. You, know, you know, if I could add one little thing, I know we're completing, oh, yes. but I did mention that men, when they're thinking about divorce, they're always going, oh, nothing I do works. So why don't I just, why bother? I didn't mention the female side of it, which is often, I do so much for him. I do so much for him. And it's, it's at those times where you realize you need him to do a few more things for you and your hormones will come into balance and you'll be able to remember the things he does for you and be able to appreciate that. Because yeah. when you don't have the, the oxytocin and the estrogen, then what happens is blood flow goes to the negative memory and can't remember the positive things because everything is a balance of negative and positive. So you want to be able to come back to that positive place. And so the, that signal there is, oh, I do so much for him. He does so little for me. Okay, well, just know later today, he's going to do 20 minutes for me. And then the little stuff is just as important as the big stuff. And you'll be able to renew yourself and come back into balance. It just takes some time and the heart can open again. Beautiful. Beautiful, John. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here, John. Thank you. Take care. Thank you again.